Show Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I am Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 265. You can see that if you're watching. If you watch it. On the screen right behind us. Uh, we are broadcasting live from Houston, Texas, and we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers. Where our mantra is: Don't be a douche. Do not be a douche. It's yeah. Not a good look is, at all. It is not a good look. As always, there is a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is: use relevant links and natural links to avoid a penguin penalty. Yeah. Well, you know, I said penguin penalty. We really mean uh, getting, getting down by the penguin. I think it's a penguin smackdown. Smack down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't get smacked down yeah. by the penguin yeah. by by using unofficial, you know, uh, non-relevant links or spammy links or a whole bunch of guest blog links and and spam comments linking back to your site. Um it's not the right way you want to link build that will make you a huge target for a penguin smackdown. So don't do that. Generate Positive links. Generate yep. real links by putting out good content, by linking up with other people who are into sharing and being social. Put out things that people want to link to, how-to guides, things like that, and generate links the right way. Yep, absolutely. Uh, all right, so in this podcast, we are going to be covering part two of yeah. 18... Yeah, so it? so a couple weeks ago, uh, punch in the face to Neil Patel. <laughs> Neil. He posted an article on Search Engine Journal called 18 Areas of Knowledge Every SEO Must Possess. Yep. And so we went through the first nine. We were concerned. Like, we were, we were make concerned. Sure that we, we have were... those 18 areas exactly. of knowledge. Right. And so so first, we're nine for nine yep. <laughs> on the first nine. Excellent. So we'll go through 10 through 18 today and make sure we uh, finish 100%. All right. Before we get to that, we ask, if you're in a position to, could you please tweet? And right now. I'm actually doing that right as we speak as we speak and right behind behind us hashtag seo podcast be sure to tag us in it at eWebStyle at best seo podcast that way we can link back and do all of our social networking stuff yeah yeah all right so if this is the first time you've heard this podcast welcome Howdy. We are from, you know, we're from yeah, howdy. howdy. Hey. Is, <laughs> just, I'm not really a howdy just, guy. Howdy just doesn't even, doesn't work in a podcast format, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, welcome to the podcast. If you've listened to this podcast before, please go ahead and do us a small favor. There's about four ways you could do mm-hmm. us that small favor. One of them is, uh, is to actually go on to our, has three steps. Yeah. Go on to iTunes, create an account. Write a review. If you do write a review, please make that review five stars. And if it's five stars, go ahead and send us an email. Send us in any way, but uh, you yeah. can just send us an email, podcast at e-whipstyle.com. The next thing that you could do for us is write a review on our G Plus local page. Yeah. If you're an SEOer, and hopefully you are, uh, otherwise you're probably really lost. <laughs> Just, and I mean in lost. the grand sense of being lost. Howdy, welcome to Houston, lost. Uh, I know, right? That'll, you will actually get lost yeah. if you say that here. Yeah. So um, if you could, go to our G Plus local page. We've made it really easy to get there. There are four easy, easy things ways. you can do. E-webstyle.com slash Google Plus. Or slash Google Plus. Or slash G Plus. Or slash G Plus. Plus. There are three things we ask you to do when you get to that G Plus local page. They are? Yeah, get to that page. First off, leave us the review. Hopefully, it's five, five stars. stars. That's most important. After you leave that review, give us a plus one and put us in your circle. Yep. So that way, you can share some content with us and we can share some content with you. We had to add that because at some point, we had more reviews than we, we had, had pluses, uh, pluses. And, and we that's were... just 
Awkward. Yeah, a little, little, little different. Uh, then you could also go to Facebook. And the way to get to our Facebook page is to go to facebook.com slash. eWebStyle. And uh, you know where the reviews are. There's actually a review tab and a review stars. Click that. You can write a review. Finally, on Stitcher. And we got a good review on Stitcher yeah. this time. So uh, the best way to get to Stitcher is to go to our website, e-webstyle.com. On every page, mm-hmm. you will see a Stitcher link on the right. And it's been fixed. If you notice, we're promoting yeah. Stitcher again. It, it, it's been fixed. Although today's was one behind for some reason on Stitcher. So that's just all. So we think it's fixed. It's, <laughs> it's substantially fixed because we were, we were stuck at like 250. Uh, and, and now uh, the last one that we posted, I think, is 261 and Stitcher's on 260. So substantially fixed means almost fixed. <laughs> Kind of mostly, <laughs> mostly fixed. In in Houston, that means small percentage broken. In Houston parlance, it's fixing to be fixed. <laughs> fixing to be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and finally, there are lots of ways that you guys can. Uh, and, and and by the way, share the show if you're on Stitcher or any one of these yeah. things. Uh, put it on your Facebook, put it on your business Facebook page, put it on your Instagram page, put it all over the place. And there's lots of ways you can haunt us, stalk us, and make it easy for you to, to, uh, share, to share us. To follow us. And those ways are Facebook.com slash eWebStyle. Twitter.com slash eWebStyle. YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. And Instagram.com slash eWebStyle. All of those are ways to haunt us and stalk mm-hmm. us. If you are a PHP expert or a WordPress design guru extraordinaire uh we're looking for you and you can put in an audio resume at 713-510-7846 if you want a free website analysis just go to our webpage e-webstyle.com and you will find a free analysis form somewhere i'm sure yeah i'll tell you why you want a free website analysis especially with it being the beginning of the year and i know a lot of companies out there or if you're watching this you're probably some marketing director or a person in charge of your website looking to generate results from the internet, get your free website analysis. There's, there's no pressure. We'll, we'll evaluate your site, tell you what's wrong with it, what's right with it, what you can do better. And then, if time permits, tell you how we would do it. And then, if you're interested, then we proceed. If not, there's your website analysis to take and do it as you want. Uh-huh. No cost at all. By the way, if you're not interested in generating leads from your website, because apparently there are some people yeah, like that. Yeah, I know. Don't ask for uh, yeah, yeah. Just because that's our focus is that understand like, we do we build sites so your business can grow. Yeah, we this, don't do sites so that your business can look good. They look good. They look good, but, but we, that's not the purpose. The yeah. purpose is your business grow. It's amazing how many people we talk to lately who. Oh yeah, I don't know. I just it just needs to look good. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. I had one of those conversations. Yeah, if that's this what morning. you want. Yeah, don't ask for a webinar. All right. Do we have any algo cat? A little bit of algo cat. Time yeah. to our for our favorite segment. Favorite. The algorithm cataclysm. <sighs> so this algo cat is kind of cool because it gives us the opportunity to come up with a name. Oh, so yeah, so I, like I got an email. I got an email uh, two weeks ago. Right. From from Google Webmaster Tools. Okay. From a site we built. Uh, probably three years ago. Okay. Okay. So a long time ago, it's probably got lots of crap on it. Exactly. Yeah. It was old, you know, old. Crappy code, crappy look. It's not responsive, yeah. all that, right? Yeah. Three years ago. And so the email from Google Webmaster Tools said, hey, this site isn't mobile friendly. You should do this, 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 and that to try and make it more usable for your mobile users. Cool. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And then I began to think, I was like, hmm. 
So this week's album Cataclysm is a is a is a E Web style uh, peek into the future to a warning. Um, they've already, when you look at the history, they've already rolled out the SERP result change that in, identifies which sites are um, mobile friendly. friendly. Yeah. Now they're sending out emails telling people, "Hey, your stuff's not mobile friendly." So this is like an early warning. Mobile of the algorithm, algorithm coming that's about to come. <laughs> yes, right. and they yeah. haven't announced it. This is Charles Lewis just looking at history and how and Google operates. Yeah, Al- mobile algorithm coming soon. I don't know when. I don't know what they're gonna call it. We'll name it something. Yeah. <laughs> kind of the non-mobile friendly. Well, I'm wondering if they're going to go down the line of peas. Will it be a penguin, pigeon, um, panda? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Why so, don't it just, just poop? <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so. Um, <laughs> the latest poop update. <laughs> so, yeah, just people, make, make sure your site's mobile friendly. Make sure that you're at the very least uh, doing something responsive. Portable. Portable. Mm. We'll call it the portable. The portable cataclysm there or something. Yeah. So, so that that's how my algo cat, man. Cool. All right. Well, we got to. Uh, oh, I got to do a little bit of news. I only found one piece of news that I thought was mentioning worth mentioning. And this almost could be algo cat because mm-hmm. this is significant. Google is pushing for encrypted websites. And so what they've done is they've added to Chrome if the website and and this is a beta version, so mm-hmm. it's not actually live. They may not launch or whatever. But we know that they've been pushing for an encrypted web. Yeah, they, they, they've already been doing it. And, uh, and so literally, if it's not encrypted, not only is it, it it's not that it's going to have a lock when it is encrypted and no lock, it's going to have a little red X when it's not encrypted. Man. So everything going to encrypted. I, I think it's a decent, decent thing to do. I mean, it's right. I mean it, just, it just sucks because it, it, that sort of deal makes it harder for dudes like me or companies like us to get data and be effective with our marketing because yep. all the data is encrypted, yep. right? And so we've already don't have any not provided words. And so, you know, now we won't have location data or, <laughs> or all the other things that come with being encrypted. So it's a lot. You have to deal with stuff. that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to give a, a punch in the face to Mo P. We've been talking to Mo him. P. He's uh, he owns a number of uh, eye threading businesses mm-hmm. in the North Carolina uh, and and up into to yeah, uh, like eyebrow threading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's eye threading. Eye threading. <laughs> is there? Ouch. I don't know. Oh, whatever it is, it sounds painful. Uh, I got some news. You got some news. Quick news. Quick news. So Facebook hit 1.39 billion. Monthly active users. Wow! Interesting thing. Half of half a billion of them are mobile only. Half a so one point nine billion. One point three nine. One point three nine and half a billion of them. So point five are mobile, mobile only. only. Wow! Yeah, five hundred wow. million people are mobile only. On and Facebook. I was also reading an article about Google uh, announcing earnings and disappointing uh, the yeah. stockholders. And one of the things is is that of the available mobile uh, revenue, well, one of the things that was very surprising is Google only has like thirty percent of online advertising business. Mm-hmm. Where is the re- where's the rest? <laughs> well, I think, and, and we'll get into the article. Like they but own Google and YouTube. I'm gonna tell you how how their problem is. Knowledge graph. Okay. 
knowledge graph as as awesome as it is as it is as as the greatest of a benefit as it is for uh, for search results is killing them financially because and it's not only killing them it's killing businesses who depend on that click right because now remember knowledge graph used to just give you small information right but now you can search for anything and, like and it gives sports you scores answer. weddings movie tickets concert events and so from a moment you don't have to click yeah so you don't. So you don't. And yeah. so that paid click that was there that Google made all that money on is not happening. That organic visit who was so looking for that a click. So some of that's going to go away? No, I don't think it'll go away. I think they will figure out a way to charge for it. Because <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's extremely effective from a mobile device. It makes sense for me not to have to click. Yeah. It makes sense for, me, for you to give me my answer right here because I'm on a mobile device. And because you can, and if you want me to continue to use you, somebody was going to provide that eventually. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you know, I think that's part of the reason why. Because yeah. now knowledge graph shows up for everything. I, I rarely scroll. Right. Yeah. If you're looking for info, that makes sense. All right. So we have a couple of reviews that I wanted to read. Okay. Uh, this is from Bob. Did you have more news? Mm-mm. This is from Bob Russell. It is fastest. Absolutely outstanding podcast. These guys laid the foundation of my SEO knowledge. This landed my company on the first page of Google. Mr. Russell, punch in the face to you. Hold on, back up. He said, "This no, they laid the foundation of my SEO knowledge, dude." Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, it's all about the foundation. That's that's pretty awesome. All right, so here, (laughs) this is good. This is uh, where where is that one? You sent it from iTunes, right? Yeah, that's from iTunes. From iTunes, it's by Michael Ristoff from Mm -hmm. the U.S. and it says, "Learning made dope." Yo. And then I'm assuming this five stars. He actually wrote out five stars. I don't know if he got it. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what that has to say. <laughs> so punch in the Learning face. Learning made you, dope. Man, that's what's up. Mr. Ristoff. That's what's up, bro. That's awesome. And one more. This one's a little bit longer. This one is from Stitcher. This is where I was telling you. Mm-hmm. This one is five stars. Best and most useful SBO podcast is the title. Best and uh, most it's useful. His, uh, his name is Overtaxed. It says, took <laughs> me too. Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> uh, took me a bit to get into this show, but stayed listening because the hosts are having fun. That's true. Making it, making it an easy listen. But it was worth doing as it continues to educate while entertaining. First, these guys do SEO for real every day. So they have a pragmatic Mm -hmm. view of SEO. Not just book SEO, but real world. Second, they have an offbeat style. But hey, what a way to show others how to differentiate themselves and make it fun to follow. Third, so this this is awesome. While I first thought they were just using other people's content, I learned of many other good sources of info I wouldn't have known about and to the point above. They don't just go through it verbatim, but they put their real world spin on it. That's what's up. Always educational, always fun, always interesting. Love it. Punch Punch in the the face, face. Mr. Overtaxed. So you get this. He's overtaxed, but he liked the podcast so much. He took the time to write that, three points. That three three times two, right? Because there's one, two, three, and then always educational, always fun, always interesting. Uh, Punch in the face yeah. to you. Dude. That was and two days ago. Comment on something he said because I'm, I'm glad you noticed that because we do reference a lot of other people's content and we try to put our spin on yeah. it and make sure that it's relevant. And if we disagree with some things, we tell you that. But more importantly, understand that we're, we aren't the only SEO company. Right. There are plenty of experts and people who have been doing it for quite a while. And so when we do present content, 
it's from a trusted source, it's from somebody we believe in, it's from somebody who who I believe what they're saying. Yep. And that's the only reason we present it to you guys. If we found some faulty content and we did present it, it would be to strictly criticize it and, and tell you how, how bad it was. Yeah. Exactly. So 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 I appreciate him understanding that it's and not we're contributing just, to the content. Yeah, it's, it's not, great content to begin with, and we're contributing the real world uh, applications of that content. Definitely. Yep. All right, so that is the potatoes <laughs> of our podcast. Time to get into the meat. Again, this is 10 through 18. This is 10 through 18. 10 through 18. Yeah, so remember the article was uh, by Neil Patel <clears throat> over at Search Engine Journal. 18 areas of knowledge every SEO must possess. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we went through one through nine. A uh, pretty good article there. If you want to check those out, go check out Podcast 264 and see yep. one through nine. But let's dive right into 10 through 18. So number 10, uh, we're talking about things every SEO must possess, the knowledge, right? HTTP status codes. I thought this was a good one. I, I wouldn't call it an advanced SEO, but it's definitely some things that, that as an SEO person, as an internet marketer, you need to understand status codes. Well, Chuck, what are status codes? Does that mean like, yeah, I'm like the coolest? Is that like a st- is that a status? Um, maybe no. <laughs> if you are a, a 200 status code, oh. that, which is a successful information, oh, there then we you go. probably that are kind of cool. Yeah. But if, well, you're a, if, if, the, if the content were created by us, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that makes but sense. if you were a status code of, let's say, a 301, um, and maybe not done incorrectly. That dude's over there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the cool dude's you. over there. Dude's over I there. used to be cool. Now I'm cool over there. You know, or 302, you kind of temporarily yeah, cool. Yeah. You're cool you're for here, now. You're cool over there, and eventually you'll be cool here again. I'm going to tell you the, the most uncoolest code ever. 404. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy's not cool at all. He can't be found. <laughs> and so, so, so those are your status codes 301, 302, you know, 301s. That's your permanent redirect. So, all your, when you, you, your, 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 what's my word? Conicalization yeah, and all yep. of that kind of stuff. You're using your 301s for that. If you may be redesigning and doing some temporary stuff for a small campaign, you want to do a 302 for that. Yep. All 404s, man, create you a custom 404 page. So that way you can take advantage of whatever traffic that happens to land on one of those. I can give you a good example. 302 is not something that you think of very often mm-hmm. where you could use it. I can give you a really good example. Um, and it's it's almost permanent, but it's great that it's 302. And that is our, po- our actual yeah. podcast. So in order to have a podcast show up on iTunes, you turn in an RSS feed. That's an XML file, RSS feed. Mm-hmm. And what we did is we turned in an RSS feed that's actually on our server. So the RSS feed is like e-webstyle.com slash podcast slash podcast.xml, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we did a 302 redirect because our podcasts are actually hosted at Podomatic. Mm-hmm. And they have an RSS feed for our podcast. We could have submitted that one to iTunes, but we submitted our own by submitting our own and 302-ing it over to Podomatic. If we ever decide not to use Podomatic, cheaper solution, better solution, whatever, whatever, cousin starts a, starts a solution, <laughs> right? hosting business, yeah. <laughs> then we can 302 it to that new location because 301 means, hey, stop looking here for it. It's over there. This is saying, hey, keep looking here for it. But right now, it's go over look there. over there. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good example. And I actually don't know, nothing comes to my mind of another example of using a 302. But yeah, I can't, I can't think of that. Um, the only thing that comes to mind is maybe, like I said, you're, you're launching a beta site or you're doing some sort of combination of sites, maybe an app or some sort of, you know, e-commerce capability all within a certain domain name. Yep. You need to temporarily redirect some people. Yep. 
All right. Number 10, status quo. Number 11, uh, web development. And we're talking, you know, 18 things that every SEO uh, should possess, should know. Uh, and web development is number 11. Yeah. Uh, our platform of choices is WordPress. Yeah. Uh, it's an awesome content management system. Great. It's easy to teach, easy to install. Somewhat it depends. Yep. We've been having some challenges with some other things, um, but but apparently easy to hack. <laughs> exactly at times. At yeah. times, and yeah. so so. But at the end of the day, it's still it's a reason why you know nineteen to twenty percent of all websites on the internet are built on WordPress, and, and we use it because most of nowadays more clients are coming in already familiar with WordPress. It, yeah. yeah, and so so it actually kind of helps them. So if you're designing that 19 to 20 percent to really start ramping up a lot now, because almost every client who comes here now has I mean, it or, or familiar or heard of it. Mm-hmm. One of them recently was like, uh, I'm on Joomla and a couple of people have told me that was a mistake. I should be, be on WordPress. WordPress. And I was like, I can't argue with him. A client <laughs> said that. Yeah. Just so you know, yeah. I've been saying that, but yeah, <laughs> for two years now. <laughs> but a client came in in 2015 and said that. So, so your 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 SEO guy should understand web development. Some some level of it, like you know, basic knowledge of HTML and PHP, um, things like that. Title tags and H1 tags and meta information, JavaScript. JavaScript. You got to be a per- perfect in it. I'm not. But I know enough to optimize your site, and then we have some resources who who are great who, who skilled are at that. <laughs> exactly. So every SEO should have some working knowledge of of website development. That's number eleven. Um, number twelve. Street SEO. What's up? Number twelve. Uh, we're talking eighteen things that all SEOs should possess in regards to knowledge. Number twelve is algorithms. He goes on to say, as an SEO, you should be aware of the fact that an algorithm is responsible for determining search results. No one except Google employees know the entire algorithm, but SEOs can make an educated guess. Yep. And that was just like I did in our earlier. I'm guessing about a mobile algorithm probably going to arise based off of what we see. Right. Changes in the search results about mobile, alerts and notifications from webmaster tools about mobile likely to be coming next we're calling um, it uh, portable yeah the portable the portable algorithm it doesn't have the same ring as an animal yeah it starts with a p i least. can't think of another p and pigeon animal. yeah pigeon is, and that uh, was the latest one pigeon smaller oh it, it's already there mm-hmm. though, isn't it we gotta so penguin penguin <laughs> panda you know talked talked about content and things like that penguin targeted links and link forms and things like that and so as your seo person they should be fully aware of the latest algorithm changes how they affected your site the dates that they happened on uh, and so that way they can keep track of those things number 13 um guest blogging uh, neil went on to say guest blogging is not dead it's alive and well What's more is used by the most influential personalities in digital marketing today. Neil, you're correct. Guest blogging isn't dead. It's just like on one leg and probably one arm and yeah. bleeding. Yeah. And, and there's no Profusely. hospital in sight. <laughs> yeah. And he has a long walk to go. You're going to lose your arm to stop the bleeding. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I, and the, reason, the reason we believe that is because um, it's Google has an all out of the pig. Pig, it's nice and short. And so, um, <laughs> guest blogging is, is one of those things that Google is really watching. They've already, you know, um, uh, Panda targeted that some. Finally, all of those sites that had, you know, guest content and duplicate content and all of the things people were doing while guest blogging, um, keyword stuffing, and all of these links that really didn't have value. And so, 
if you're gonna do it, if you if you're gonna put your name, your domain name, your profile, your on the line on a guest blog, make sure that the site you're doing it on is legit. Make sure that it's relevant to your industry. Make sure that the content you post is not already on your site. That it's original content for that blog, right? When you link over. Don't exact match those links. Go with click here or you know something like that. Make them natural because as soon as you begin, you know, don't spin that article and post it in a whole bunch of other places. Those were some of the reasons why guest blogging kind of went downhill. And so uh, you can do it. Be careful. Do it correctly and make sure the content's worth it. If you're gonna post it, you know, which is the kind of the, the deal. Well, this is kind yeah. of I'm on the fence, right? You can go spend all this time developing seven, eight hundred words with video and bullet points and an infographic and all this to post it on somebody else's site. Yeah, post that on yours. Yeah, and so guest blogging is number thirteen. And you should be familiar with it as an SEO. Uh number fourteen, content marketing. So a little different. He says that in order to succeed in online marketing, a business must be a producer of high quality content, maybe videos, infographics, slide shares, whatever. At the end of the day, spend your time doing content marketing. And, and what we like to do is, is repurpose content if you can. For example, this is a video podcast right now for those of you who may be watching it. Yep. Matter of fact, a live video podcast for those who may be watching it. Yep. Um, as soon as we finish, it'll get uploaded to YouTube and then there'll be a recorded video podcast right. next week it'll get transcribed and we'll have a written version there'll be a written version of this podcast it's actually written and split into three written three and split into three, three different three posts articles yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's like five uses uses yeah. of the same content right. then that same content snippets to get pulled from that they'll go into our newsletter and get sent out six did you, did you get the audio into the podcast oh and the audio version that goes to itunes and the stitcher that you're looking for there's like seven versions of the podcast not counting the social media we'll put behind it to push these links out and everything. So so I said that to say, if you're going to be effective at your content marketing, find ways to repurpose it. And no use, no need to spend all that time creating great content and put it out only one way. Right. Allow people to absorb it in a way that's com- comfortable for them. Yep. Uh, but make sure the content is value. You don't want to put out a ton of crappy content that just kind of sucks. Yeah. Number 15. Uh, eight, and we're talking 18 things that every SEO should possess and know about. Number 15 is a user experience. And this is key. User experience is one of those things that, that's top of the algorithm now that, right. that highly affects the time on site, how people engage with you, and how your site ends up being ranked. Um, he goes on to say, if a user can't navigate a website or see the text on their mobile, this is a violation of good user experience and has a negative impact on SEO. And Neil, you are correct. Uh, user experience is that important. Time on site affects user experience. Easy navigation affects user experience. And so you want to give them a great experience. And the way you do that is by understanding who that user is. Right. Why they're coming, where they're coming from. If they're coming from a mobile, they're probably looking to call, get directions, and find you really, really quickly. And so your mobile layout should, should, should complement that. Or they're in the doctor's office and they have a lot of time to kill yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and therefore, your navigation and available blog posts and content from a mobile device should be easy to find. Yep. Right. That view full site shouldn't be hidden. It should be prominent because there are people based on your industry, like a doctor's office or maybe you're getting your oil changed or maybe you're sitting in wherever. light. <laughs> uh, where, where people may want to access all of your content. Yeah. Don't don't do it at the yeah, light. dude. No. Um, 
So, so, um, or at least stop when you hear the honking. <laughs> oh, look up, <laughs> stop, look up, drive when you hear the honking. Definitely. So you want to make sure that the, the experience that your users are having um, is A1. Uh, number 16, semantic search. And remember, this was uh, affected by an algorithm recently as well. Panda has something to do with that in regards to how content is being presented. Right. Long gone are the days where we take 400 words and we get a 4% density and we have our keyword in these paragraphs and we don't really care if it reads right. We just want it to rank well. Not anymore. Uh, we just told you earlier. Yeah. Half a billion people are using mobile only just for mm -hmm. Facebook. That's just Facebook. And then before that, we talked about the knowledge graph and how people search. And so when you consider that, how many people own a mobile device, you can't just use regular content. You have to write your content in a semantic way that, that I wrote down conversational style. You want it in a way how people speak, how people read, how people communicate. So that way, when they do find your site, first off, they have a better user experience because right. the site is communicating with them. And furthermore, from a search perspective, especially on a mobile device, um, they will tend to search the way they read. Find me the nearest Italian restaurant. Or what, move, what time does the new Kevin Hart movie start? Like those are how people search on mobile devices, yep. especially with like voice search. You think Siri and Google Now and all of those things. You want to write your content in that fashion so that way you can rank for those type of terms. Yep. Semantic search is key. One of the things I'll add to that as well, um, uh, and this will be our pro tip, uh, semantic markup. When we're talking about semantic search, you know, structured markup. Is, is a good way to do that, to make your search more semantic. Uh, so mark up your addresses, mark up your events, mark up your images, so that way, have a higher likelihood of showing. Yeah. Google doesn't have to guess or trying to determine what it is. Semantic markup clearly <laughs> explains to them what this content is and what it's all about. Number 17, social media. Duh. Yeah. He, he said social media is, is just about as vast as the industry as SEO itself. I agree with that, Neil. Absolutely. Um, he said, but your knowledge need to not only extend as far as being able to function on each major platform, G+, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and, and Pinterest is a bonus. At the end of the day, if you're in SEO and you're doing social media, I think the key is stick to it. Yeah. Right? You can't just create those profiles and, and half use them. No, you need to come up with some consistency, create a schedule, post consistently, post frequently, keep your post... When I... Excuse me, when I say consistent, I mean in a type of content, right? So you can't be always posting how to, how to, how to, how to, and then uh, birthday party. <laughs> you know, <laughs> keep your content consistent. If you're going to do birthday party because you're an open company and you want your employees to have fun, then sprinkle out posts like that, you know, consistently. Right. You know, keep those posts coming, not just all of a sudden to where it looks like, hey, they got hacked because <laughs> they don't post like that. Right, so so I would say consistent, and what I and the, I think the biggest thing with social media as an SEO is use the platforms that will work best for or your company. In, yeah, like in if you're in a maybe retail and you have an e-commerce site and you're selling products and maybe you even have a brick and mortar store, then he didn't have Instagram on his list, but it should be on yours. You yeah. should be always IGing pictures of those products. Uh, if you have a physical establishment, then Swarm and Foursquare are apps that you're going to want to use so people can check in when they visit, right? So in regards to social media, understand your business and how your clientele uses social and then put your social campaign to support that. Yep. Last one, number 18. 18. Penalties. 
penalties is key. I'm mm-hmm. glad Neil saved penalties That's for last. Yeah. yeah. He says, uh, you know, you have to understand, he's obviously talking about Google penalties, like an algorithm penalty. Uh, you need to understand that. Your site violates the changing rules of the algorithm and you lose your rank. Or a manual penalty. And that's when um, a Google employee uh, manually reviews your site and penalizes you. Um, understand penalties. The, I think the biggest thing about penalties is to, is to address them quickly. right? If you get an algorithm penalty, it's a little different because you don't get a notification. Like Webmaster Tools doesn't send you and say, hey, you got some bad links and you participated in the link form, so we are running you down due to a penguin algorithmic penalty. No, you won't get that. You'll just be like, why is my traffic dropping? And you'll see a decrease, and then you have to do some research and realize you just got hit with a penalty. A manual penalty, however, you will get a notification. Hey, we just banned your site because you... Assuming that you are active on Webmaster Tools. Exactly. (laughs) Assuming that you have your Webmaster Tools account synced up. Well, we're talking to SEOs. Yeah, okay. I'm hoping if you're this... Number one, sync up (laughs) with Webmaster Tools. Tools. So when you get to number 18, you can be aware if you've been penalized. Because if you are synced up, and let's say you've been hacked is a good one, or maybe you had some bad links coming in, um, they will notify you, hey, this is bad. Uh, we, we just penalized you. You know, you need to fix it, and then hit us up and let us know. And I wrote down, address it quickly. Yeah. Man, dive into, um, I've used Moth, Open Site Explorer, great place to find those bad links. Find them, email out to your people to remove them, disavow them, do whatever you got to do, um, and address it quickly. And uh, and that's it, man. Eighteen I think, ways. I think we need to add nineteen. Oh, and as, think an, of as what, an area of knowledge, you need to know about webmaster tools. Well, not even webmaster tools. Since we're talking SEO and internet marketing, I'm going to say Google webmaster yeah. tools, Google okay. Analytics, and and Google AdWords. Even if you're not doing pay per click, use use AdWords Keyword Planner for your keyword research. Yep. Make sure they're all synced. More importantly, and so and yeah, a good use of, of Google's platform uh, is definitely number nineteen. We're not even talking about Bing, right? But yeah, I'm know, talking Google's yeah. platform. This yeah. those three main components of the Google platform. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Do we have any uh, any what news? Um, no, I don't have any what news. There's no what news. I, I don't have any what news. I do have a quick punch in the face, though. <laughs> yeah, this punch in the face um, goes to Animal Hearted. She's at Animal underscore Hearted. She says, at eWebStyle, love the podcast, guys. I've been implementing your tips on AnimalHearted.com for over a year. So, what's up? Stay, stay awesome. awesome. I like that. And then the other one is uh, from, You know what? Yes, we will. We'll stay yeah, awesome. We'll stay awesome. And the other one is from Chad Warner, at WarnerChad. eWebStyle, I can't get episode 258 to download on iTunes. Is there a problem with it? Uh, this was 11 days ago. Maybe. So, it probably was. It shouldn't be now. Oh, yeah, I did have Alex fix that. Yeah, yeah I remember and that. So, uh, and so we were just talking about that earlier with yep. the whole deal we was going through. That's why I was fresh because that just happened. Yep. <laughs> and so you should be able to get up to 261 now. And then uh, 262 should likely be available next Pretty week. quickly. Yep. Mm-hmm. To all of you guys, excellent. Let me see if we have any more information to cover. I think we've got a little bit. Okay. Pig. I like pig. I pig think, for our mobile. It's short. It's short. Pig. Yeah, maybe not. 
Oh, thank you. So uh, we're wrapping up this podcast. We are the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. iTunes. That is because all of y'all, thank you guys so much for tuning in each and every week. Um, Remember, if uh, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, call eWebStyle for increased revenue in your business. 713-592-6724. If you have a referral for us, we do have a referral for uh, referral program. Mm-hmm. If uh, if they pay, if you refer them to us, they pay their bill. We pay you. Pretty simple. We are filmed at live five, live at five nine 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 West Thirty Fourth Street, Suite One Hundred Six in Houston, Texas. Do we have any other questions? Uh, How successful are those? Do you reach out to your community about your lunch and learns? Um, so we do. Um, uh, so the question, it came through. If, uh, if you're actually watching this, you could ask questions at, right on Ustream. And this is from the guys at Street SEO. How do you reach out to your community about your lunch and learns? How success, successful are those? So we do lunch and learns here in the Houston area and just wondering how we drive those. Um, I really like to answer that offline because there's a lot of different... Uh, a lot, a lot of, of different, different dynamics. I think the key here is that we can't say publicly is that it's a local event. Yeah. And so a lot of times the, the advertising is different from, let's say, the podcast, which is global. Yeah. Right. And so we use some local email marketing and some remarketing. Yep. And then, you know, we'll crystal follow And reach out to our actual networks. Yeah, we right? actually yeah. visit places and tell them about Lunch and Learn. So, uh, and, and it's been moderately successful so far. Uh, anyway, this has been the most popular internet marketing podcast, number 265. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. And I'm Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Headed my way, cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl, and shining, needing some play. Where have you been all my life? Something pure yet so refined. I'm gonna find my gold mine. I think she's gonna set me free. See you.